Hallelujah. Um, I welcome you to another time of encounter in God's presence. And today we are going to be looking at a very important matter because after salvation, one of the things that usually disturbs a lot of people is their lifestyle. So today we are going to be considering a believer's lifestyle. And um, I'm not going to be talking much today. I have a senior friend with me, the pastor actually, Pastor Simeon. He's going to be talking to us about the believer's lifestyle. And then maybe, maybe, because I, I know God is going to speak through him and he'll say a lot of things. So maybe I might say something after. You're welcome, sir. All right. Uh, thank you so much. <clears throat> thank you so much for this privilege. Uh, it's an opportunity to be around, you know, to talk about the subject topic, uh, the believer's lifestyle. But I think before we go into the word, we should have a time of prayer. So can we pray? Dear Father, we ask and pray, Lord, that you will be in our heart, that the things I'll be saying this evening or today will be one that we give you glory, will be one that when we listen and when we, un we understand, that when we listen, we'll come to the understanding of your word. Thank you, Father. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, so believers lifestyle. So, you know, why I was uh, going through the topic, I got to understand the fact that it is important that we give a definition of who a believer is. Yes. It's important that we give a definition of who a believer is. Actually, generally speaking, I found out that a believer is a follower of a particular religion or a practice. So many, a Muslim can be a believer, an Hindu can be a believer, a traditionalist can be a believer, as far as if you are subject to following a particular belief, you are subject to, follow, you know, to following a particular religion, or you are subject to following a particular personality. So you are tend to be a believer. But, you know, narrowing it down to a Christian believer now, and I think that is the subject of what we're trying to discuss today. A Christian believer now is, um, I wrote, or I want to explain that, is someone who is faithfully, or someone who is faithful, who is faithful in trusting in Jesus Christ. Perhaps I should say that again. I wrote that someone, a believer, is someone who is faithful in trusting Jesus Christ. And we can expand the definition by also saying that a believer, or the word believer, is used for a person. I want you to listen carefully. A believer is used for a person who is convinced that Jesus is the Messiah and the author of salvation. So meaning before anyone or before those that are listening can, uh, you know, can outrightly say they are believer. There's a part and there's a place of conviction. So if you only accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior without being convinced, there's a tendency and there's a possibility that you can go back to who you used to be before. So if someone asks you about the fact that, oh, you've said you've given your life to Jesus, so what next? Your conviction will give you the right understanding of whom you've given your life to. So it's very important and I think it will be an advantage for anyone that has accepted Christ or that is willing 
to come after Jesus from henceforth, that is a journey of conviction that when you are not convinced, you can find yourself, you know, in the outside world. Yeah. So now what does it mean? You know, what is the word lifestyle? So with divine whom a believer is now. So if in this divination, we're not limited to this, but as far as this teaching is concerned, if in this divination, you've not found yourself here, then you are not yet a believer. However, uh, being a believer, does you know, I've said that I've said that already. You don't really have to be a Christian. There are other people that they don't practice the Christian religion, but yet they believe in something, and they are convinced about what they believe in. Yeah. So now let's see the lifestyle. But we are just narrowing down to the Christian belief. So let's let's see the lifestyle now. The lifestyle. You know, I found out that the lifestyle, just in a general English, is the way in which a person lives. The way in which a person lives. So. Bringing the two subject matter together, the believer's lifestyle. You know, I I wrote here that um, bringing the two topic to the two subject matter together is the way a person lives, in which is being convinced and is faithful, trusting in the person of Jesus Christ as the author of salvation. Let me tell it again. I said the believer's lifestyle can be divine or can be said to be. The way a person lives that shows that he or she is being convinced, then he now trusts Jesus as his Lord and personal Savior and as the author, mark that word, the author of salvation. The author of salvation. Uh, so if you live contrary to that life, if you live contrary to the life uh, you know, that Christ has given you then, you, then you are not a believer. You are not a believer. And we should not forget that the term a believer or a Christian, another term, you know, was given to a set of people. Why? Because they saw the way they were believing and they were behaving. And they could say categorically that the way these people behave looks like Christ. Then they named them after the one they follow. So before you can be, you know, before it can be said that you are a believer, meaning people, people should have watched, people People should have imagined, they should have examined, and they, they should have seen that of your truth, you have a trait, not just one. You have traits, and that's where the lifestyle comes in. Yes, they should have seen the, you know, the traits of him that you are following. So, meaning that if you are not following Christ, which is the author, if you are not following Jesus, which, you know, which, which is giving you the life now, if we are not seeing that trait in you, then we can't call you a believer. Then we'll give you another name. That's where we can see the unbeliever. Yeah. So what are the traits, in other words, what are the lifestyle uh, that should be seen in a believer? You know, before I go into that, I want to say that um, it is not, it is not, um, it is not far-fetched that before we became believers, before we accepted Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, we were once somewhere. It's not as if we just came down and, you know, we became believers. We were, you know, we, we were somewhere. We were, the Bible says in, uh, in 1 Peter 2, if you read from verse 9 down to verse 11, the Bible says, He called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. Meaning, before we can say, we can boastfully say that we are believers, we were once in darkness. And I think 
before we can explain the lifestyle, that should give us a sense of consciousness that we are not far away from where we are coming from if care is not taken. Because we were somewhere before, then Christ redeeming us has brought us to the experience, you know, of a believer. So we shouldn't forget that part. It is very, very important that if we forget, oh no, uh, things might eventually go wrong. I don't know. Probably should help me open the book of uh, John 17 verse 16. John 17 verse 16. It is important that we establish the fact that um, at some point we were somewhere. Let me just read for you from here. If you are following, I will be reading from the KJV version. It says verse 16. They are not of the word, even as I am not of the word. This is Christ saying that now that we have accepted him, now that we've, 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 we've accepted to be a believer, now that you have accepted to follow Christ, you are no more of the word. So there are things that need to be seen in you from henceforth. Let's just go straight down anyway. Let's just go straight down. Let's, let's see. We'll be reading from Matthew, Matthew 7 from verse 16 down to verse 20. Then we also see the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. We also see Ephesians 5 verse 1 and 2. So let's see Matthew 17, 16 to 20. Yeah, Matthew 7, Matthew 7, uh, Matthew 7, 16 to 20. Matthew 7, 16 to 20. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Exactly, by their fruits. In other words, can we say by their lifestyle we shall know them? By their lifestyle, we shall know them. If you look at verse 16 very well, if you look at verse 16 very well, you know, he says that you shall know them by their fruit. You shall know them by their fruit. Meaning, if truly you are saying that you are now a Christian, a born-again Christian, a believer, there are some traits that needs to be seen in you. You know, while I was going through this topic, I just wrote some things that I would just like to read to you. I wrote here that I said, being a believer does not make you a, a superhuman. Does not make you a superhuman. So don't think uh, because I'm now a Christian, I carry the name Ezekiah or Ezekiel or Elijah. You can flaunt around. No, it does not make you a superhuman. Instead, it should give you the understanding and the conviction that you have a leverage of dwelling and living the supernatural. So, but if you only think you can, you know, you can live like a superhuman, before you know it, you see yourself doing the things you say you don't want to do again. But if you have the conviction and the understanding that, yes, somebody paid the price for me, you have the understanding that you can have the experience of the supernatural and it, it can continue to guide you. And I also wrote here that a believer without the exact lifestyle, you know, it says that by their fruit we shall know them. Yes. So I wrote here, I said, a believer without the exact type of lifestyle is like a body without life. It's like a body without. So if you are telling us that, yes, now I'm a believer and we can't see those things in you. I will mention those things now. And we can't see those things in you. You are just like a body without life. 
You are like a body without life. Then lastly, I wrote here. I said, I for me, I think uh, the lifestyle of a believer is a fuel that helps you go deep down in the spirit. So if you are thinking, ah, I want to, maybe you're, you're already a believer, maybe an average believer, and you want to press down, you want to go deep down. It is your lifestyle that will be like a fuel, you know, that helps you go deep and deep into the person and the experience of Christ. Now, if you read Ephesians chapter 5, because of our time, if you read Ephesians chapter 5, it explains about the fact that once you are a believer, you need to do what Christ did for the race of humanity, and that is love. And that is love. Maybe you want to read for me. Ephesians 5, just verse 1 and 2. Ephesians 5. Exactly, and walk. So the first trait, the first thing that you know that that is required of that is required of us believers as Christians, the first thing is love. The first thing is love. Now you know the subject love as 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 has been tampered with, has been abused and misused. But for me, I feel love is trying to make sense out of nonsense. That is just the definition of love for me. And these days, you know, uh, human beings tend to love the loving, we tend to love the lovable, and we tend to love uh, the loved. But the love that is required, you know, that is required of us as believers is the divine love. The love that goes out to love the unloved, that goes out to love the unlovable, and that goes out to search and look out for the unloving. Imagine somebody that is looking or seeking after your downfall. You will want to run away from that individual. True or false? True. Imagine somebody that is looking after, you know, you not progressing. You will find a way of cutting, you know, cutting uh, the bridge between you and that particular person, which is actually the truth, which is very good. But the, the divine love, we go out to look out for those set of people. And I think the first trait as believers is we need to cultivate the habit of love. Not just uh, the love of uh, give and take. Beyond that, we should be able to love the unlovable. We should be able to love the outcast, the, the people that know, the outcast, uh, the people that people look down on. We should be able to love them. Other traits can be found in... Um, Galatians 5, if you read verse 22, and I think that is the subject of what, what the lifestyle of a believer should be. Galatians 5, maybe you want to read for us. Galatians 5, uh, 5 verse 22, yes, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is... In other words, but the lifestyle of the Spirit is love. Okay, I've explained love. Joy. Joy. Peace. Peace. Okay. Gentleness, okay. goodness, mm-hmm. faith, mm-hmm. meekness, mm-hmm. temperance. Yeah. Against such, there is no law. Yeah. So, meaning that after all of this that the Bible has mentioned, if you miss one or all of this is not found in you, then you don't have a lifestyle as a believer. Yes. You don't have a lifestyle as a believer. You, you should be able to, by the help of the Spirit of God, inculcate and live by this fruit. It is this fruit that is found in you that people can say of a truth that yes, this one has been with Christ. 
this one has fellowship with Christ. This one has stayed with Christ. Why? Because they've seen your lifestyle. The times when you are supposed to get angry, you are just joyful. You are joyous. The times when you are supposed to react, you are just there. The times when things is not working, long suffering is there for you. The times when you are supposed to react to your flesh, then self-control comes in. Then it can be said that will be truth. Now that you have accepted Christ, all of this truth is found in you. However, hmm, as a believer, please don't ever compare yourself with other believers because even in this believer thing that we're talking about, there are stages to it. Yes, there are stages to the level of being a believer. So if you are at level one and you think you want to go you know, to the higher level, you have to cultivate the habit of dwelling and living in the spirit. And while you live in the spirit, the fruit must be seen and found in you, in your lifestyle and in the things you do. Then it can be said that you are now a growing believer. And if all of this is not found in you, then your lifestyle can be questioned. And once your lifestyle can be questioned, then it is said that you are not a believer. I want to encourage you that just look through yourself and see which of the fruit is still missing. If one is missing, it's never too late. You can, you know, sit down with God, read your, read your Bible, pray earnestly. And before you know it, you see yourself dwelling and walking in the spirit as you ought to. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, sir, for that. I, I, I know, I believe you have been blessed. I myself have been blessed. And then we'll round off with two scriptures. Second Corinthians 5, 17. Dear, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things have passed away and all things have become new. There are new things we should see in your life after you have gotten saved. We see them in your lifestyle. The second scripture is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 9. This one, this one is, 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 okay, let me just read it. But beloved, we have persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation. Though, uh, though we thus speak, we have persuaded better things of you. Highlight on things that accompany salvation. It means there, there is a manner of life. There is a way of living that we ought to see in you after, after you get saved. That's where things that accompany salvation talks about. That, that's one of the major texts that came to my mind where on, when um, this matter of the believer's lifestyle came. You can't be, you can't be living another life. You read, you read that scripture of the um, tree and the fruit. You can't be bearing another kind of fruit and expect us to believe that you are from this tree. And I know that as you, as you allow these words grow in your heart and bear fruit in your lives, God will be glorified and you will be edified in Jesus' name. Amen. So once again, um, thank you, sir, for being with us today. Yeah, it's a pleasure. All right. So God bless you, and see you next time.